It's time for the percolator. 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 You are listening to the Morning Perks podcast with me, your host, Bill Clements. Join us as we hear from some of the industry's biggest management and supplier leaders with insights into trends, best practices, and how to get the most out of your GCAA membership. Welcome to Morning Perks. Let's go. This break in the Morning Perks podcast is brought to you by Loebsack and Brownlee. Loebsack and Brownlee helps you navigate the legal process of evictions. Their team helps you avoid lost time and wasted money from unwanted mistakes in the eviction process. Their advantage are their attorneys who provide the legal advice, education, and training your teams need to be successful from submission to set out. With over 10 years of service in Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina, Loebsack and Brownlee are the industry go-to for the eviction process. You can reach them at 704-970-3900 or on their website at loebsackandbrownlee.com. Good morning and welcome to this edition of Morning Perks Podcast for the GCAA. I'm your host, Bill Clements, on the podcast this morning, the brand new, medium brand new executive director of your Apartment Association of North Carolina for the newbies, that would be the AANC. John Louder is on the call this morning with us. John, how are you? All right, Bill. How are you? It, uh, listen, you know, I'm excited because we always hope that people will listen. And then we also know that the better the guest, the more likely we are to get listeners. And you're a very popular guy. So I, I know oh, that gosh. we're going to get a great listenership out of this. <laughs> well, uh, that's news to me. I didn't realize I was popular. That's a good feeling, though, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It, and it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I've been on the on the job for a grand total of, I think it's a month today, honestly. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been a ton of fun already. So, I, you know, the buzz on the street, the buzz on social media is that a lot, a lot of the people and a lot of the heavyweights um, are just so excited to have you leading the association. I mean, it should be a good feeling for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely is a, a much better feeling than if they were saying, what the heck's going on over at a and <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, Some people say that about me. So I, I understand the sentiment. <laughs> believe me. Um, for the listeners, we're going to take a walk back. Just kind of give them an update about you, a little bit of your history. You've been in association management, association leadership for quite a while. You were the longtime executive director of the Piedmont Triad Apartment Association, PTAA. Mm -hmm. And uh, just more recently, you were the president of the Triad Real Estate and Building Industry Coalition. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. So uh, I grew up in the, and I promise you, I'm not giving you my whole evolution story, but I, I grew up in the D.C. area, and and in D.C., uh, the association industry is pretty big, and um, my my mom worked for associations, and so I did my internships with them, and so a lot of my career has been spent in the association world. We moved, my my, my wife and I moved our family to, to Winston-Salem in 04. And at the time, I was still consulting with different associations, doing things like managing their trade shows or, or working on their communications. And um, back in 09, the job at what was then the Triad Apartment Association, uh, they hadn't changed the name yet to Piedmont Triad, um, 
that job came open and I, I took it. Um, I was, I was privileged enough to have them, have them hire me and spent 12 years there. And, and really, uh, it was great experience. Um, and honestly wasn't looking to leave, but when the, when the tri- the name, the acronym for the triad real estate and building industry coalition is, is Trebic. And when the Trebic position came open, I was very familiar with the organization because PTAA was actually a member of Trebic. And that is a very policy heavy, you know, focused on local land use policy. And it it's a little, it's broader than just apartments. It's, it's also other commercial real estate and single family home development. And it was a great experience in the, in the sense of, of getting a little more in-depth government affairs uh, work in and it was really, really intense because there's a lot you can imagine the regulatory environment around all real estate, and and you have three cities that you're covering and in multiple counties. Um, and then the ANC position came open, and you know, truly, Bill, I wasn't looking, but boy, it was it was enticing, and um, decided to throw my hat in the ring, and again, got really lucky that they that they said yes. So. You know, my background is, is is heavily over the last 20 years, really been heavily in real estate and in multifamily in particular. And it's, it's something that I really enjoy. And, and it's a unique industry. Uh, it's it's a very, the people are really dynamic, really friendly, as you know, you know, they're yeah. very friendly. Uh, it's a, I, I joke that it's a sticky industry and that people don't even know they're getting into it and they, and they almost never leave. That's right. Uh, stay. And, and it, it really, uh, the, the people, the opportunity to work with the folks in this industry is, is second to none. I mean, they're just constantly in, I think sometimes we take for granted when we get to work with good people all the time and you get to, every time you turn around, you meet somebody new that is just, they're remarkable individuals. And, um, it, it's super exciting for me uh, and I'm really looking forward to doing it again. I do think we have a distinct advantage as members to have someone that was a leader from an affiliate now be the state leader. I do think that brings an awareness from you of what takes place out at the affiliate level. And I think everybody, all the affiliates benefit with you at the state level. I appreciate it. I mean, it is, you know, it's a bit like working from the ground up, right? You you get a perspective that you may not get if if you haven't been there before. So I, I think there's definitely an advantage for me in that respect and kind of understanding the dynamic uh, between the affiliates um, and the state association and the national association and understanding that it really is a bottom up type of organization. Right. And And you have to be I think it's really important for us to be collaborative uh, with each other and to understand what the local affiliates are doing on a day in and day out basis. And, you know, an, an easy way to, to, to kind of describe the difference on a, on a day-to-day level is when you work for a national association or even for a state association, it's not that common for members to just drop by and say hello, right? right. They don't, they don't pop in, but when you work for a local association it happens all the time. You know, you have you have folks that that they they drop by to pick up their cam certificate or they drop by just because they were in the neighborhood and they hadn't seen you in a while. Or you have a supplier who's covering multiple markets. And so they need a they need a place to hang out and, and catch up on on email or do a Zoom or whatever. And to me, that's the strength of the affiliate network is that they provide that opportunity for for their members. I and, agree. And and it's and and 
you know, it's, it's, I think it's one of the things that makes the apartment associations unique and special is that they have that kind of environment. I think it's important for the listeners to also know if they weren't aware of this already, that you're known nationally, you're known with the NAA and the state of North Carolina is definitely known with the NAA. I mean, we are, we're an active participant in the national association and they're very aware of, of who we are and, and what our needs and expectations are as a, as a state level affiliate. Definitely. And, and it's funny when I joined, so I didn't know anything in 09 when I joined the, when I joined PTA, I really didn't know the industry well at all. And that, and in the association world, that's not uncommon. You know, you, you, your, your expertise is, is working in the association world and, and knowing how to do education programs and knowing how government affairs works and that kind of thing. And then you depend on your members to teach you about the industry as much as possible. And when I got involved, I really, I was, I didn't understand. I also had never worked really for that federation model before. And so I expected, you know, coming off the street, I was like, well, obviously New York's going to be, has to be the biggest association at the national level. And they're not even close when it comes to the, to the affiliate network because their associations, local associations aren't as involved as ours are. So in the NAA world, you know, the big dogs are um, Texas, Florida, Georgia, California, and us, you know, we're in that mix with them. And so we have a, and, and I'm, I'm proud of, of how active so many of our members are at the national level. Uh, we have plenty of people who have, have gone through the leadership at the national board level and have made a substantial impact on the, on the industry nationwide. Right. You know, you've only been there a hot minute, but could you give us a state of the state where you think things are, where you think you see things going in the new year? Sure. So I think we're in a great I think we're in a great spot. I mean, we we have quickly growing membership bases in in, in all of our affiliates. Uh, it's no secret that the Triangle and the greater Charlotte area are growing by leaps and bounds. The triad is growing significantly. Uh, Wilmington is growing significantly. I mean, you have these, you have larger and smaller markets that what they have in common is all of them are growing. And so we have a really healthy, um, base of of membership. I think that, that we as an association, I mean, the associations have been around since the eighties, but it was housed there in Charlotte up until very recently. So it's, it's a fairly recent development that we have a, an, you know, a separate, uh, outside of the affiliates office for A and C, uh, doing the work that it's doing based in Raleigh, and I think we're in the we're in we're in our own growth phase, and we're we are getting ready to do a strategic plan that I think will will set the direction for the for the association going forward. And I think what you're going to see is you're going to see more. Uh, if I were to guess, I think you're going to see uh, even more concentration of effort in the in the legislative side of things in, in Raleigh at the legislature, also on the regulatory side of things. I think you're going to see a little bit more attention paid to the to the development side of our industry while not sacrificing anything that we're already doing. I mean, there are a lot of things we do well already. I think we're just going to add to it. And the the industry is, as always, we're challenged because Everybody loves to have apartments in their city, but they don't want them next to their neighborhood. And so we have to deal with the always with the public perception that apartments are somehow 
lesser type of housing in the, in the grand mix of thing. When in reality, they are absolutely vital, necessary component to every city. And um, we just need to help them understand how they can help us do even better. Let's talk for a minute about, well, I always have to put a plug in because I think it's it's Lisa Taylor. So Lisa Taylor is our current mm-hmm. president of the association. If she's listening, she's already got her eyes closed and shaking her head as to why I always <laughs> have to throw her name, you know, in any conversation that I have. But I mean, she is a phenomenal advocate of the state level association. Yes. Yeah. And 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 we have already she and I just spent two days in uh, in D.C., with the National Apartment Association, they they host a uh, leadership uh, symposium for the association executives and the and the association presidents to to kind of work together and and figure out a way. Well, really, it's not even figure out a way. It's is to share best practices on how to to lead the association forward. And you know, Lisa is as a very very firm grasp on what is going on in our world, what where we need to go. Uh, she's you know, with her role at Graystar, she I think she has a, a point of view that is unique. Uh, and with her experience in the industry, and it, we couldn't ask for a better leader. I think we we are in a she's in a great spot to lead us into the next phase of our growth. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to doing that. I agree. Well, since we're doing plugs and you're with them this week, can we get a local plug, a local GCAA plug for, from you for how we're doing on the executive director front? <laughs> All right. So, so Kim bought me a, a really nice lunch last week. So of course I'm going to say nice things. No, <laughs> no, Kim, Kim is, um, she's fantastic. And when I was at PTAA, she, and she came on board there at GCAA, we obviously were working together and, um, and our counterparts around the state, Josie Eatman and Raleigh's fantastic. We are really blessed with some some great great leadership at all the affiliate levels. GCAA obviously is a is included, and Kim is doing fantastic work there. And I, I want to give a shout out to the new executive director at, at PTA, Ben Brooks. Yeah. You know he's he's really hit the ground running and doing good things there. And you know you talk about you know in North Carolina, we're 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 really blessed with a lot of great leadership at the membership level and at the volunteer membership level and, and also at the, at the association executive level. And Kim, you know, you guys have some unique challenges there in Charlotte and, and you need a strong leader to, to address some of those. And, and she's, she's definitely there and, you know, Hey, a shout out to your new government affairs lead in Lindsay. Uh, I think she's, she's hit the ground running too. And you know what? I think uh, not everybody is yet to understand legislatively how strong she is. She's, She's a beast. She's going to get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. She's, you know, the the lunch I, I referenced with uh, the three of us went out, uh, Kim, Lindsay, and I, and they were, you know, because I am, and listen, I was out of the apartment mix, the dedicated apartment mix for a couple of years, and and um, I'm not in the Charlotte market every day. So they were bringing me up to speed on some of the things you guys are dealing with. And there are some significant challenges, and that's why GCA exists, is to take those challenges on. And I think they're... They're doing they're doing as well as anybody can do, given the challenges that you guys are facing. And I think you're in great hands. You have a gr- you have a great team there for sure. So I've been around a hot minute and in the 90s. I don't know that I was aware. I mean, I was very aware of local participation, you know, at the affiliate at, at the GCAA. But I don't I don't think we really understood the bigger picture. I mean, it was still fledgling at the time, uh, AANC. Mm-hmm. But I think it's crucially important 
for folks in the market to be active at their affiliate level. So I think it's crucially important to get involved in your local association and or the association you know closest to you down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, become involved, volunteer, get active, become known, participate in the system. But I think there's there's a great opportunity now. It's very accessible. And employers are willing to allow you to be involved at the state level. And we've got a phenomenal conference coming up at the end of April. So could you just share with folks who've never come to the annual conference in Raleigh why they should sign up this year and and get to Raleigh with us? Sure. So I, I look at it from a couple of perspectives. I think from the from their company's perspective, it, it's a fantastic opportunity for their employees, for their team members to get a, a broader view of the industry and, and 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 the impact that what they do locally that it can have at the state level. Um, we we spend there's a there's an educa- a very strong education component to the conference, and so you get some top class education. You can get some CECs and that's fantastic. There's a legislative component to the conference. So you get, you get to see, you know, what, you know, what, what does it mean when, when we talk about the legislature and the work that they do, how does that impact them in their day-to-day work lives and even in their day-to-day lives? And it, it brought, I think it broadens their horizons and their perspective. And I have always been a firm believer that, that involvement in any of the associations, local, state, national, it's great for for both the company and for the individual because it it broadens their their viewpoint and it helps them understand the impact that they're that they that they have on their company, that their company has on their community, and that the community uh, can grow thanks to their efforts. You know that they're not they're not working in a in a bubble. And the more they can do that, the more effective uh, employees they become, the more effective leaders they become, and the more effective that company becomes. So I, I don't think there's any doubt that you can see a strong correlation between the involvement of companies and their team in, at, in the associations and the performance of those companies and team members. So that's, that's always my pitch. And I think our folks, our volunteers, our staff do a great job putting together a really strong conference. Uh, it grows every year. It's really dynamic. Great speakers. Great, great content. And and hey, there's it's great networking. You know, you make a lot of lifelong friends when you go to these things, and and you and you get to work together in that volunteer environment. You really do. And it's set up to where it's easy to network and easy to spend time with other people at classes or in the in between. I will tell you, even as a supplier, it was pretty apparent to me the educational component is second to none. There is a lot of top-notch educational opportunities going on at the state-level conference. So I really hope that folks will dig into that and sign up for the state conference. It it is a big time. You guys put on a fantastic event every year. Well, and I'll tell you what, I'm not going to take any credit for it because it's the the folks that have been there that have done it. And there is a a lot of our time and blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. And um, I am ecstatic that I'm walking into something that's been built to, to such a high standard. My job now is not to screw it up. Nah, you won't screw it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change directions on you, but I'm going to ask you real quick. Are you, are you familiar with Bravo? Do you know what Bravo is? Uh, the, the channel Bravo? <laughs> no, no, there is that. No, but are you familiar? I should have, I should, I shouldn't have set you up that way. Are you familiar with the GCAA annual awards event that we call Bravo? That will be in December of this year. 
to I am. So the first time I met Kim was at a Bravo uh, meeting with the the year that she was brought on. So was that yeah, 2019 I, at the Westin? I think it was. Yeah, it was at the Westin. Yep. 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 And it's a it's a great show. And I have not had the privilege of coming back since then. All right. So, so it's December 8th of this year. I, I think we're probably looking at uh, around 1200, 1250 seats max. Wow. I think we'll we'll sell out. So, I mean, just just twelve hundred people on a Friday night in December having a big time. I hope you're going to come see us. I hope you're going to come join us. You know what? Unless unless there is something like you know something impending in my life that I don't know about, I'll be there. I wouldn't miss it. It'll be fun. All right, I gotta you know I gotta do my thing, and I gotta I gotta ask you some personal stuff. So okay. What's John like on the weekends? Like, what's fun for you? What do you enjoy? Oh, man. Well, let's see. I love hanging out with my family. Uh, my wife and I love to travel when we can. We have a new, and when I say new, two-week-old grandson, our first grandchild. So we're going to, and our daughter and son-in-law live in Durham. So we're going to be dur- burning up the road between our house and theirs quite a bit. Yeah. Um, outside of family, my probably my passion is tennis. Uh, I love playing tennis play on multiple teams and playing some tournaments around the state. And so that's, you know, if you had to ask me how I spend most of my free time, it's that and, and hanging out with my family. Do you play, you play tennis weekly? Oh yeah. Yeah. A couple of times a week if I can. Yep. That's a, that's, that's, that's a pretty active sport that you, you got to move. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a bit like watching an elephant on roller skates. Uh, I'm a big guy and, uh, um, I'll tell you, if you ever play me, the, the number one tactic is to make me change direction because inertia is a, a terrible thing. And uh, yeah. it can be a little hard for me to change direction. And it gets a little trickier when you get a little older. Yeah, the knees don't quite like it as much. For no, sure. they don't. But you're you're still getting it done. That's fantastic. Yeah, I enjoy it. God help you if I'm on a golf course, though. I, I was at the uh, Triangle Tournament last week, and um, uh, I, felt, I felt bad for my partners because I'm no good. There was a time when I was in decent shape. I was, you know, running distance or whatever. But then, then COVID, I'm still using that as an excuse. So that's almost <laughs> a half a decade, you know, back. I, I've got to get off that, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I used, I, I had a hot minute where I was running quite a bit and I, I did it to stay in shape. I never enjoyed the actual act of running. And, and no. so when, when my knees and hips finally gave up the ghost on that, I wasn't exactly sad about it not interactive at all i mean the problem with running is and i did it for a while with my wife but the problem is it's it's not tennis basketball i mean there are a lot of other things that are interactive with other humans and so you engage and you keep moving with running especially if you're running alone your mind just says we're done here you know take an uber and go back home yeah that's exactly right and 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 all i could ever focus on was how much it hurt i never that runner's high thing never never worked for me no me neither um (laughs) Uh, let me ask you this. If I if I sent you away on a desert island and you could just take, you know, one CD with you, one album, and you have to listen to it for the rest of your life, what are you going to take with you? Oh, probably, probably Queen's Greatest Hits. I used to have that. I actually had that CD back in the 90s and I, I burned it up. I was a big fan of Queen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm of that age. So I was a bit of a metalhead in, in the late 70s, early 80s. And if I if that wasn't available to me, probably one of the Foo Fighters albums. The beauty of that is that it's not, it's not singularly one thing. I mean, you've got, you've got some ballady stuff, you've got hard rock stuff, you've got pop stuff. I mean, you've got some variation in there to where 
uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be boring at all. That's exactly right. And if you had put my feet to the fire and said, pick your, and my kids will not be surprised by this, pick your favorite song of all time. It's Under Pressure from That's Queen. a fantastic song. Yeah, yeah. John Louder, Executive Director of the Apartment Association of North Carolina. I'll, I'm going to cut you loose because it's the right thing to do. I would keep you on, on this interview for about an hour and a half. And that's probably not what you need to be doing today and not what you committed to. So listen, thank you very much for spending some time this morning on Morning Perks. We are very excited to have you. I think it's a great path ahead for the AANC. And we hope to see you, sir, at Bravo in December. Well, Bill, thanks so much for having me on. And and this was a blast. And I'm with you. I could do this for I could do this for hours. When it comes to Bravo, I will be there unless something really, really, really momentous keeps me from getting there. We're gonna we're gonna get you back on. We're gonna we're gonna do the after hours. Uh, we're gonna talk about some music some more. But listen, thank you again very much, and uh, thank you for being on Morning Perks. Thanks, Bill. This break in the Morning Perks podcast is brought to you by Ready Carpet. At Ready Carpet, how they conduct their business and treat their customers and employees is at the core of what they do. They are passionate about providing top-notch service to their customers and committed to creating a collaborative, growth-oriented work atmosphere for their employees. At Ready Carpet, they strive for excellence in enhancing the experience of those they serve and employ. Their culture is what distinguishes Ready Carpet as the leader in the multifamily flooring industry, and their core values are the principles that guide everything from company strategy to individual actions. The core values are they're customer-obsessive, they're self-disciplined, They're nice. They keep their branches clean and are safe. The Ready Carpet vision is to be recognized by their customers, teammates, and suppliers as the best flooring provider to the rental housing industry. You can learn more about Ready Carpet at readycarpet.com. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Morning Perks. Our podcast airs every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Keep up with all things GCAA by following our Facebook and Instagram pages. You can also refer to our website at greatercaa.org for more information regarding registering for upcoming events, sponsorships, and educational opportunities. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic day. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator.